Hey, America. Start learning now. now. Wahoo. Ah. I have to say, right. in relation to uh, the American Song Contest uh, announcing their hosts, uh, we could not book those hosts. We could not book Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson. However, I was able to book Justin Guarini and a dog. Close enough. They have the same haircut. And welcome to another well-groomed episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision Song Contest podcast from America, the country that goes from Justin to Kelly. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danny. I can count all the way from Justin to Kelly, so you yeah. know. <laughs> are, there, are there intermediate steps from Justin to Kelly? No, I really don't. And I'm glad that uh, you know, 20, 21 years down the line, we're still making Justin Guarini jokes. <laughs> I think it's just us, to be fair. I, I don't know that anyone else is... Uh, is VH1 could still be cooking up some dumb celebrity panel show. Celebrity Big Brother? I mean, that's going. That's that's a thing that's happening again. Why not put him on that next season? Yeah, well, uh, who is it? Chris Kirkpatrick is in it now? From oh, God. I, yeah. I think so. Just, <laughs> This show has changed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, speaking of changed, Sam, I don't know. I mean, our, our social media hasn't changed as far as that's I can right. Tell. Still, and it still, never will. You can find us at one, two points USA on either Facebook or Twitter, or just email us directly at 12 points from America at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube or get some sweet, sweet merch from our Redbubble page, or I'm sure we'll come up with something interesting that you can find us. So maybe our social media would be changing after all. I'm sorry for lying to you. I'm a terrible human being. It's okay. Oh, I need a hug. I like to imagine that there's one of those social medias that we have forgotten about. And then just like we we check it and there's like, like it's our email. Like we we got 30 emails and one of them is like bill collectors, <laughs> my student loans, a couple of uh -oh. urgent notices. I was going to say that's our Facebook page. Check the 12 points from America email account and then hear a knock at the door. <gasps> It's Duolingo. Oh, God. <laughs> he knows. The owl always knows. Well, so speaking of the... Uh, I was going to say, speaking of the social medias, uh, we have someone who reached out to us recently uh, who is going to provide us with a burning question this week. That's right. It's actually from, from the email account that you yes. were saying we never check. <laughs> that we check. Uh, as a matter of fact. We yeah. do, in fact, check it. I do promise. Uh, <laughs> yeah, our, our, our email this week, uh, we got a really great burning question from Ryan Caselli. Uh, thank you, Ryan, so much for, for sending us a message. We do, in fact, read our emails. Uh, so let me just read it quote for quote. Hi, 12 points, folks. My name is Ryan. I have a burning question for you. What is one country from anywhere in the world that you would let into the contest? For example, I'd love to let Japan join the contest because I feel that they would serve a great song every year. He also made some great comments uh, corroborating that Derek and Danny do, in fact, have taste. What? His, his news to no one. I know. Uh, his theory also about uh, Subwoofer being Yendrick and John's Tears is uh, certainly a question for the ages that we may have to delve into at a later point. But for now, we'll just think about this burning question. If we could give one nation a fast pass to Eurovision, who would you let in? Japan was actually going to be one of my go-tos, but now I feel like I can't take it. So my thought is in an homage to the 
brother contest of Eurovision, the Vina del Mar Festival. I would say let the winner of the Vina del Mar Festival, who's often Chilean, into the contest. Mm. So sure. is that like like all of South America? Honestly, there it's it's really an international competition. It's mostly Latin America, but honestly, Hera Bjork from Iceland actually took part a couple years ago and won it. Mm. Um, well, that'd be great if we could get Iceland in the contest. Ooh. <laughs> Finally, I hear that fire saga. Mm-hmm. They're doing things. But yeah, I'd say I'd say give Chile a pass and uh, have the winner mm-hmm. of the Vino Del Mar Festival get a get a fast track to, to the big show. I'm always a fan of the smaller countries really coming to shine. You know, I don't give a I don't give a damn about the big five. I always want. Yeah, I always want someone who's like not even necessarily at the contest every year to get a chance to shine. So, you know, go somewhere really off the beaten track. You know, I, I want to throw a, throw a dart at a dartboard and have it come up like Benin. Ooh. Send Haiti to the contest. There's there's musical heritage in every single contest. How cool would it be if we if we sent like Lesotho? I'd be down for that. Mm-hmm. Just Yeah, just send the winner of, of the African Song Contest, which is, it's usually Nigeria, I think. But I, that would be fine. I can't wait for Eurovision to be in Bora Bora next year. You know, ooh, yeah. Ooh, yes. <laughs> yes. Sign me up for that. Yes, Please. I literally don't think that they would be able to handle it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's, it's Bora 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 is French Polynesia, isn't it? Society Islands. I yeah, think. so that's that's France. That's France. Go for it, baby. Oh yeah. I mean, they almost had the Tahitian Act last year, didn't they? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're holding some Olympic events in 2024 in Bora Bora. That's uh, right. Or, or or is it to surfing, Haiti? right? Surfing. It's, or, uh, yeah, or one of them anyway. Yeah, that's it's one of those. So yeah. badass. I had yeah. Pollination. Yeah. 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 Kind of like they're... how they had horse racing in Sweden for the Tokyo Olympics. I love that one. Was it Tokyo or was it Melbourne? Like it was like oh, Melbourne in the fifties, I think, that they like Australian. I think Sam, I think you're was. right. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> ah, take that, Danny. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if Australia was in Eurovision? Wait, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> hang on. Uh, got their gosh. wish. You know, there are some there are some obvious ones like like Japan or like South Korea. Give a shot to some place that doesn't have a huge pop music engine behind it. That's what I say. Like North Korea. <laughs> Ooh, Moron Bomb Bunk Orchestra 2023. Yeah. I can't wait that. to hear songs about our glorious president God. I'm gonna I'm gonna this is kind of a boring answer, but whatever. I'm gonna say Canada. There's the, the Commonwealth connection, and they have Collie Ray Jepsen and lights. Like you're gonna say they're and, gonna send Brian Adams again. Oh god. And and they have Rush or what's left of Rush and and uh Russia. Yeah. Uh just send Carly Rae Jepsen featuring two thirds of Rush. Duh. This is this is a mix that needs to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Call yeah. me Tom Sawyer. Ooh, Derek, who are you sending? They have to go. I wanted to say Canada, just sort of as a screw you to the U.S. <laughs> that too, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I say screw you to the U.S. I've just said to the Marshall Islands. Canada and Mexico are now part of Eurovision. <laughs> Mexico would probably kill it, though. Yeah, Mexico would be, it was uh, one would. of my first kind of go-to thoughts. Um, I like what Danny said, though. Smaller countries, countries with very kind of rich ethnic music scenes. Uh, this is going to be a weird option, but Mongolia, I think, would be interesting. Mm. I was just They're just outside the EVU zone. <laughs> 
I was just thinking about Mongolia. Like, get some, get some. I mean, Tuva, which is technically Russia, but uh-huh. I mean, Mongolian rock. I've the bits and pieces I've heard has been killer. Yeah, love that. I'd love to see that there. <laughs> if for no other reason than, hey guys, look at this whole other thing that you don't even realize exists. How, how many yeah. European countries have never done it? Like, uh, well, Vatican, of course. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I'm changing my answer. <laughs> Force Vatican City to send yes. some. I've been yeah. saying it for years. I've been saying it for years. Send a whole bunch of hunky Swiss guards. Yeah. Uh-huh. To, to get behind, I guess. Let's um, do it. And then I mean, if they win, we got a big problem. Uh, uh, Sealand has never Mr. sent Lane. a representative. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, Liechtenstein hasn't. Vatican hasn't. I guess Kosovo, but that's yeah, Co- for, that's for reasons. Yep, um, that one's tricky, but yes, mm-hmm. that's that's fair. Okay, I think every other European independent nation has done it, mm-hmm. haven't they? Every, yeah. Everyone in the Caucasus, everyone in the Balkans, essentially outside mm-hmm. of Kosovo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When's when's B and H coming back? Oh gosh, I would love if Bosnia Herzegovina <laughs> came back. Like they are, <laughs> they they were like my pet country for a very, yeah. very long time. Like they kept sending quality. Even the years they didn't qualify, they still sent quality. Danny, I thought when you said B&H, you were talking about Barnes and Hobel. <laughs> <laughs> I love Barnes oh, did, and Hobel. Did, did I just get Sam to do a spit take? Almost. I think you did. Oh, <laughs> it was close. I wasn't, I didn't know you were going to start sipping from something, but then when you did, I was like, oh, it's on, let's go. Uh, and it, Let's it, put it this way. If if you causing me to spit tea out my nose causes uh-huh. me to break my computer, uh, uh-huh. you break it, you buy it, babe. Now, I'm not going to stop until it's coming out your eyes. I want you crying. <laughs> Jesus. Tea. That'd be good. I All right. Tea. Well, thanks, Ryan, Danny, for the burning question. You break that was a good it, one. you bought it. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> and that goes for both my computer and my eyeballs. Uh, Got to get uh, Sam new should... eyeballs. <laughs> anyway, I think we thank, should move into the... You, we should move into the new songs. Um... There's a couple of uh, real hot items here uh, in the updates <laughs> for the list. I think we should start with the obvious location. We start Which with Latvia. Oh, okay. I mean, can't believe it won. It definitely deserved to. How's it going to happen? It uh, it did. It it did. And not only did it do, it did so convincingly. <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't even close, actually. Looking at the, the final numbers here, looking at the televotes, Eat your salad. Oh, just, to be, just to be clear, yeah, this is "Eat Your Salad" by by Chicky Zenny. Yeah, um, uh, this is the veggies and <laughs> song. <laughs> just to just to be very clear yep. about why we are so astounded. Yep. So how's that tele? How did that televote shape up? Uh, okay, so fifty thousand, just over fifty thousand five hundred televotes. Veggies. Oh, or, that's one Rochester, Minnesota. It is one Rochester, <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, second place in the in the televote. Uh, was He, She, You, and Me by Bujans, which had 38,900. So there's a 10,000, 11,000 vote clearance between first and second, with Aminata third place at just under 31,000. That's uh, surprising. Yeah. I didn't think she'd kind of end up that low, but... Yeah. And then the jury also were behind City Zeni as well, that they actually put Eat Your Salad in first with Aminata in second. I just have to say, now that we have the finals performance, it is, even without the visuals, even without the help of the backdrop that has displayed sort of the Mimi emoji stuff, it is a, it's a great performance. Like, 
that lead singer blonde guy is like a combination between Yendrick and I'm going to say Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> like, it's way too much. The guy has so much energy, and then he passes it off to like the bass player or guitarist, and it comes right back to him. These guys, let me tell you, these guys are going to be the roof of this year. Oh, man. Well, I mean, that's just, yeah. I mean, the roof were also vocally vegetarian and vegan. So I guess that's it's true. Yeah, just that's cross the border thing. and mm-hmm. pass the baton if your baton is a stalk of celery, I guess. Or a. Oh, uh, yeah, anyway. Peach. Yeah. yeah. Peach. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so I, I have a couple of quick observations on this. Yeah. One, uh, we. So this is in first half of the first semi. And we know mm-hmm. most of the songs in this semi already. Oh, okay. uh, so we have Bulgaria, Intelligent Music Project. We've got Ranella with Secret. We have this. We have uh, Lithuania and Ukraine, which we'll talk about later in the show. We have Moldova with their wacky thing. Um, there is a decent chance this is going to kick off the contest. I oh really think God. so. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of in terms of the vibe musically, this is what we look for in 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 that opening song i think um and and that's wild that the first lyrics of the entire contest are gonna be censored yeah well (laughs) and that brings me to the other thing so during the final he did not say the word but there was a camera cut to show the word in enormous letters (laughs) yes in uh behind him with a with a cat emoji in the middle obviously mm-hmm. the of, the official eurovision video uh on on their youtube page and it's labeled as a national final performance does uh-huh. not show any of that it's so like we got rid of the backing graphics altogether for that one yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if if that is an indication of the ebu stance on that line and and so forth there could be, I, I don't know. They have to do something. I mean, they do, well, I, I mean, they have also edited out the f bombs that they dropped throughout the song too. Yeah, that's something yeah. That they have to. Do. But I mean, honestly, at this point, a lot of it is, you know, up before the actual selection of the song, the EBU doesn't really have a ton of of sway. They, the EBU doesn't really meddle in what a national final does. That is within the the, the boundaries of the network. That's their decision. That's true. Once it kind of comes to the EBU, that's when all right all right, changes might need to be made either for content or for length or for whatever it is. So my thought is at this point, at what point does the song get so viral that Cities Any can do kind of what Francesco Gabani did and said namaste and then hope that the rest of the audience picks up with the ale? Oh, oh, there's going to be 15,000 people shouting that word. Right. <laughs> I'll be you, one of you. They're they're working on the technology to mute that word. You know, if they made if they made Miklas Yosef from the Czech Republic change a couple of his more crude and lewd lyrics, I think it goes without saying that they're gonna at least make him put in a meow sound effect. (laughs) It is going to change, undoubtedly. In the original live performance, though, when the word flashes on the screen, someone from the band just went like "woo." And I thought that was kind of an appropriate way to fill that in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the video, I don't know. I'm a little, I think it's slightly worse in the uh, Eurovision YouTube channel version where he just kind of runs his thumb across his chin. <laughs> it's just like, okay. Yeah, puts up two fingers next to his mouth and <laughs> sticks his tongue out. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
That's much better. You solved the mean, problem, you guys. If we look at some of the other more like sexually, I don't want to say explicit, but it's more Suge- more suggestive songs. Like, yeah. really, like space was pretty sexual. Uh, Lie to me. Yeah. Uh, the butter churns. <laughs> I mean, it's, this isn't like the first time we've seen stuff that's that's like pushing the boundaries of you know what is appropriate for television. I I don't think that we're going to see much more edit it out but there might be a question of well how much can we get away with like graphically mm-hmm. like can we just show a cat on the wall is that fine mm-hmm. right and there's also i mean i don't know enough about individual network regulations in terms of what language is permitted at mm-hmm. what hour like at what point is this watershed can you say you know i'm, I'm sure if you're in moldova you know moldovan television probably isn't going to care if somebody says you know that magic word but you know rte the Irish broadcaster, you know, is that, that probably won't fly. So, I mean, do you play, this is a really interesting question that I don't know the answer to, you know, do you play to the most puritanical common denominator here or do you, or how do you do it? And is that the use decision? Is that a broadcaster's decision? That might be an interesting question to dive into. It or the song point. itself has, has uh, silliness on its side at least. Oh, yeah. oh that certainly does. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I, I know that there was some talk about this because of something that Azerbaijan did uh, during junior, that there that p- part of part of airing the contest is that you have to air it in its entirety and you can't make individual changes to it in your country. Uh, so I don't know, may, maybe air, airing on the that conservative side that will hopefully make everyone happy is almost what they have to do yeah i suppose so because that's when when china were was airing it back in that uh, would have been 2018 wasn't it mm-hmm. uh that when the chinese broadcaster decided to blur out the tattoos on one singer and uh censor same-sex dance uh dance couple uh in another song they got their accreditation pulled and they got their their rights to broadcast the show pulled so it seems like they got a bit of sway to say, look, you're going to show this or you're not, but it's a lot of viewership there. They're going to lose mm-hmm. in a particular country. If you say, oh, we're, we're not cool with this, this innuendo, this song where he says, I'm bigger than a sausage. <laughs> no hot dogs for me. Um, and a gecko. And a gecko. Not forget. And then, yeah, I mean, the EBU could just come back and say, I mean, it's, it's like 11 o'clock at night, man. I don't. Yeah. Just let it go. Yeah, please oh, say it right, Derek. Twenty three o'clock. Twenty three. Yes, we're in the military. <laughs> I, I think the version we've seen on that's on the ESC YouTube channel right now. I think that's what we're going to get in the final. Yeah, I think so I too. I think I think the graphics are probably not going to be as suggestive, but I think they got the stage performance down. I think we've kind of seen what they're going to do, and I I think it's great. Mm-hmm. And honestly, as I'm glad. I'm glad there are people pushing boundaries and testing their limits and doing stuff that's a little bit more adult. Well, another sort of point in Latvia's favor is that they've got a couple of months basically to ride this wave of viral support that they can still release the the director's cut of the song mm-hmm. and and do what they want with that. It's not necessarily the official Eurovision version, but you know, do people listen to the full version of Occidentalis Karma? Do they listen to the the three minute chop chop version? So what they do with it is what they do with it. Let's let's move along. But I think we can stay in the in the Baltics. We've got something from all of them. Thanks, Baltics. 
Yeah, yeah, we uh, we head a little bit north and chat about our friends over in Estonia who have sent Stefan with hope. This song has everything. <laughs> Waylon wishes. Okay, that's basically my my summary of this song. <laughs> I'm fine with this. I I can't believe he actually is going full tilt on the sort of outlaw country. Wild West, Spaghetti Western, like even the music video is is straight up. That's what it is. It's a unique song, that's for sure. Yeah, seems to be. Uh, I've hear I'm hearing people comparing it to Heroes, that sort of country esque kind of vibe to it. Heroes, the, the twangy Hero. opening in in in, in the verses of Heroes. Mm. Oh, the nonsensical stuff about birds turning into that worms first and uh. yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I hear that in this, but, or I guess I don't know that I hear that in Heroes is what I'm saying, but that's interesting. Yep. Yeah, uh, Stefan uh, Airepetian, who is of Armenian parentage, but is born and bred, uh, born and raised in Estonia. This was his, I think, his third or fourth attempt at Aestilal. He finally made it through. I believe he actually, this, yeah, I think he's made it to the final all four years that he's tried. Uh, was third in the super final back in 28. Uh, as well as 20, uh, sorry, uh, 2018, as well as 2019, and finally made it through fourth time's a charm, I guess, for him. And he did so pretty convincingly as well. Uh, it looks mm-hmm. like in the final, super final, uh, he ended up with over 35,000 televotes. And this is a public televote only to determine the winner of the super final, which uh, was significantly more than the other two contestants in the super final combined. So it was pretty convincing. It's a solid entry. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, you know, uh, about a year or so ago, Eric said something about like really hoping that the Baltics come back. I'm going to say this, and this is going to serve as a nice segue into talking about Lithuania. Solid entries across the board from all of them. Yeah. 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 I don't know that there's anything spectacular among these. Uh, Perhaps not. As, no. as far as Estonia goes, I, I will briefly pour a one out. Uh, for what to make of this by Minimal Wind, featuring Elizabeth Tiffany, I really like that, and that's just a root- breeze. And was rooting for it, but <laughs> yeah. what I said on Twitter is Minimal Wind is is uh, when you when you skip burrito night. <laughs> really, really minimizing it. And for yeah. you folks at home, if you're not following our our Twelve Points from America Twitter feed, you're you're missing out because yes. Eric's, Eric's on the driver's seat of that. and uh... That's right. I'm killing the Twitter game right now. I, and I, I realized how kind of weird and messed up it is that I'm going to spend two weeks in Italy just posting. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, like that's kind of weird, but it's <laughs> but it's also great because uh, that sounds awesome. Own it. Be giving us the same dumb jokes as always, but from Turin. But, but in Turin. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, EBU. Anyway, I'm gonna uh, I'm I'm gonna talk about Monica Liu here with not sentimental but sentimenti. Um, last week I was talking about Tude, you know, mm-hmm. apostrophe Tude. Um, this song does not have Tude because Tude is reserved for skateboarding thirteen year olds. Um, this song, yeah. however, has I'm gonna say it has literally attitude. Like I I like this song. Everyone out there should really take a listen to it. Um, because there's like, I, I've never really encountered uh, a ballad style song that is like really snarky too. 
There's something very, very hypnotic, something very watchable, watchable about this performance. It's almost a shame that she's the only one performing on the stage because I think she could do an amazing job playing off of background dancers, backup dancers. I mean, anything. there still could be those things. Maybe. I know, of course. Yeah, I, I'm really hoping that that happens. But uh, yeah. I, I, the song is fascinating. It's just it's just a song that I that I, I know I'm going to keep watching and, and listening to over and over. Yeah. It's also really cool to see, you know, after a couple of years of Lithuania kind of languishing uh, in terms of the scoreboard, Monica Liu, this is her first time trying at the at the national final level, but she's a mm -hmm. very well-established singer within the Lithuanian uh, scene. Uh, you can tell she's get she's she's a complete natural out there. Right. She's very well trained. Uh, she studied at Berkeley College in Boston. Like oh. yeah. That's that's Lithuania big time. Well, yeah. Uh, she was a, a judge on the voice of Lithuania. Ah, who wasn't? Uh, she, <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> give it time. Give it time. The uh, the X factor of the voice in all of these countries just seems to be like farm league to to create Eurovision talent. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, she was also a jury member of the Mass Singer Lithuania, so you could take that as <laughs> that too. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, it, you can see her popularity just reflected so so heavily in the public televote, uh, with the exception of the top two artists in the televote there was you know mostly hovering around the the between 750 to 2000 televote third place in the televote got about 4000 which is very very impressive monica Liu and lolita zero had 23000 and about 21000 televotes oh, respectively that's crazy yeah which speaking of which can we just talk about lolita zero for a second go right ahead tell Hope me more Stop. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> never let me have any fun. I'm the dentist who says, don't try Colgate. You son of a, uh, did, did you guys see Lolita Zero by any chance? Oh yeah. Can you unsee Lolita Zero by any chance? I know. I don't no. want to unsee Lolita Zero. Uh, we, we are familiar with Lolita from her uh, performance with the song, uh, Get Frightened. This was probably maybe about five, six ah. with the, with the horn. I just Googled her watermelon and and yuri viklenko on 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 backing support <laughs> lolita returned to the contest with this sort of uh, beyond sexual identity silver painted horned goddess deity berlin nightclub circa 1992 this is the time on sprockets when we grind you know it's I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I would have been thrilled yet shocked if it had actually taken it. I think third place for Lolita was, was worthy. Um, I was thrilled to see them coming second with the televote, but Oh my God, if you haven't seen the performance of not your mother, get the kids out of the room, hold on to your butts and just enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. It it felt like a, a performance at one of New York's hottest clubs from a Stefan bit. Yeah, it really did. It had everything. <laughs> Absolute friend of the show and, and personal friend, uh, Alicia Michelle. If you don't follow her work on YouTube, I highly recommend that you do. She's another wonderful, wonderful American voice in the Eurovision fandom and in, in the United States in particular. Her reaction to watching Lolita Zero for the first time might be one of the greatest moments in Eurovision Song Contest initial reaction videos ever. So, where was this? 
Is this on her channel or a different one? On her channel. This is on her channel. I will I will always extol the virtues and the wonderness and the the awesomeness of of Alicia. Uh, but this video in particular, go search it out if you have the time. It was so genuine, and she was able to put into words what was going on in my brain. Alicia, cheers to you, friend of the show. Where uh, to next? I suppose, I suppose the the quick news is that we have Austria's artist and song name, but nothing else. Uh, Austria is sort of different every year. When when do you think we'll actually have uh, the the song itself, Sam? Um, I would probably reckon probably in the next couple of weeks, but everything has yeah. to be in by the by the second week of. Uh, of March anyway, so that's true. We got five more songs scheduled just for this week. So mm. Croatia, Slovenia, Malta, San Marino, which apparently that's right. yep, San Marino's is racking closer, and we're always excited to see what Malta has. Norway, uh, Poland is yeah, Norway. Too. Oh boy, yeah, we can talk about Norway all we want, but it's just gonna make us sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll pass. <laughs> we'll wait until they choose. Yeah, Poland's got it. But yeah, we yeah we so we do know for Austria, it's Lumix featuring Pia Maria with the song Halo. Lumix uh, is a very very well known DJ, especially in Austria in that sort of central Central Europe region. Nominated in the Electro Dance category in the uh, Amadeus Austrian Music Awards, uh, Best Newcomer Award and French Radio DJ Awards, Platinum Selling, very popular uh, music producer and DJ over there. So. Uh, he'll be collaborating with Pia Maria, who seems to be a, a newcomer on the on the music scene, but excited to see what they come up with. Another quick fun fact about Lumix is that a couple of his biggest hits in the region to this point are both with a, uh, another electronic musician uh, named Gabri Ponte, uh, who is probably best known as a member of Eiffel 65. Oh, gosh, oh, I knew that you were going to pull something like this on us. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> does that mean anything? Who knows? But buddies with one of the guys that is blue, dub a dee, dub a day. <laughs> also, that guy is 48 years old now. So that's a that's, that's about a right. Fact. Yeah, that's, uh, that tracks. That tracks. Yeah. L- Lumix himself is uh, much younger. He's about 20. And I feel so. old. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of things that are old. We've got Ukraine. I don't know. It worked in my head. <laughs> Folks, we need to talk about, about Ukraine. Ukraine. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, speaking of things that are old, uh, Ukraine is up to something weird again. Yeah. So so let's let's do a bit of a rundown here. Uh, yeah. Vidbeer, their national final uh, was this past uh, this past weekend. The winner was Alina Posh with a song uh, whose title means Shadows of Forgotten Ancestors. Uh, it is it is sort of that half pop, half folk thing that they do sometimes. I, I quite liked it. I think it was the best song in, in the competition. But there are a couple of issues. Uh, one is, and I, I want to preface this by saying we are not accusing or, or jumping to any conclusions on this. To, to be to be clear i know we editorialize a lot on this show it's what we do this obviously is a touchy thing and we're trying not to do that here uh that being said here's here's what happened and here's what i think no this is just what happened <laughs> can't can't help it gotta have takes anyway there was an on-screen scoreboard and when the time came to reveal the last votes it just kind of went away then uh, Alina won, and it, there there were some calls about, well, that was kind of a weird way for it to finish. It, some people 
going to dip farther conclusions on that than others. Uh, but in addition to that, there were some questions about Alina and her uh, visit to uh, to Crimea. Uh, if you are not aware, it is uh, basically illegal in Ukraine to go to Crimea from Russia. And there's some concern that that she had done that uh, on a trip. Uh, apparently, this trip was all the way back in like 2015. So this this was quite a while ago that this happened. Uh, she had said and produced paperwork that suggested, yes, she was in Crimea, but she entered from the Ukrainian side uh, like like you're supposed to. But that has been called into question, like the validity of that. And some old social media posts suggesting that she was in a Moscow airport around the same time. And, 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 and we don't know. By the time this episode releases, there is probably going to be uh, some sort of definitive news on this. And there's a, unfortunately, uh, I think a, a decent shot that she is not going to be representing Ukraine at Eurovision. You can have another Ukraineless year. I, I mean, yeah, there there was a second second place act that that has been somewhat vocal, or their fans have been somewhat vocal about that that they deserve the spot. But we'll see what they do. I I, I do think just no Ukraine this year is a is a real possibility. Yeah. Uh, but God, this is a mess. This this is uh, impressively this is messier than the Maruv thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Us here in the past are still kind of confused and waiting for more details. So, yeah, yeah, it sucks back here in the past. Yeah, we don't know anything. And I know things though. Future us. It's a real shame though because it's I think the best song out of that final. Oh, but Derek, what do you know? Not much, really. You think Love Wave's a good song, dude? Dude, don't dude. talk smack about Love Wave. Not in this house. Not in this house. Wow. Wow. How could you? So uh, we'll 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 see. And and again, we are not saying that this that this final was in any way unfair or or anything like that. I really want to stress that we don't. We're not going to make those sorts of accusations on this show. Actually, that's not true. I will say that uh, Belarus 2019. They're not coming back, so whatever. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that final was fixed. That oh, final yeah, with, was, uh, with what was it? like it, like it, like it. That's right. You cannot tell me that one was legit. The Zumba girl. I'm just, I'm just gonna it's say. Gonna it. like it. It's gonna like it. Go back and watch. You'll see what I mean. Yeah, um, I know. <sighs> but that's, that's the only one. That's yeah. <laughs> something, that, something that did definitely happen in the Ukrainian national final this year, though, that I wanted to shine a light on. Uh, I love the fact that they rolled out some of their recent junior Eurovision entrants. So we had Darina from 2018, Sylvia Ivanka from 2019, our boy Alexander Balabanov from 2020, and oh. Her Majesty Olena Usenko from this past 2021 competition. It was uh, sick. There. They're so great. And it's so, so good to see the national broadcaster, you know, giving them a spotlight and, and reminding us of just how talented these young performers are. Get them together like green forces. See what, uh, <laughs> see, see what we can pull off here. All right. So those are our four new songs, possibly three. We, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how foolish we look uh, in, in a few days when the, when the show drops. Uh, speaking of controversies, sort of, although this is one that uh, 
I'm fine with. This one really bothered me when I saw it today. And so I'm going to I'm going to complain about it for a second. Okay. Germany. Yes. What's their di- no? Uh, there they have kind of announced their their acts for their final. And there had been some talk about about who should be like their last few contenders, their wild cards. There's a band, an obnoxious band called Eskimo Callboy. Okay. What kind of obnoxious then? Well, their name is Eskimo Callboy, man. Yes, like, but is this like ticks obnoxious or more like, you know, the script in 2011 obnoxious? Uh, probably closer to. to or Eiffel to 65. <laughs> they're they're a they're they're a metalcore band. Actually. Okay. So, All right. Go on. Um, there had been a lot of campaigning, both from them and their fan base to get one of those wild card spots. And the, the word officially came down today as we're recording. Uh, Germany says, no, we are not doing this. And I, and, and I'm going to just flat out say, I'm glad because a lot of the behavior that went into this sort of campaign sure. went past fandom and into uh, just being a-holes and, and being pestering and, and awful. As and, is easy to do on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I would have been very frustrated if if there had been any semblance of this behavior being rewarded because it's awful. And we so just booted yeah. them. Well, I, I, I don't know how, how really they how the I don't know how seriously they were really in the running to begin with. Sure. But but they're they are a popular group. They're they're fairly well known uh, in the in the metal world, especially in Europe. Uh, to, to begin with, so so they would have had you know, if if they were in there, they would have had a pretty strong like televote presence uh, from people who who are into this sort of thing. But when you get to this point of being harassy and and just being a bunch of douchebags. Uh, don't no you 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 shouldn't get the you shouldn't get this platform of the hundreds of millions of people that watch Eurovision and I'm glad that they're not going to get the chance because everyone involved with all aspects of this needs to be better like we we've 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 seen these issues with with Spain the 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 fact that that they sent a woman of with some is it Cuban yeah. ancestry mm-hmm. that that oh okay well then she's not Spanish enough or that that. I mean, you know, this mm-hmm. always this 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 happens so much in in this fandom, and it's so frustrating. And and I'm just calling on anyone who listens to this show, one, don't do that. Uh, I I don't think people who listen to us are 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 the problem here. To be clear, you're all friends of the show, obviously, but also call this out when you see it because it's gross. And if if this sort of stuff just kind of goes on unfettered, then then then. There, there's going to be a reputation among Eurovision fans and it's going to be kind of deserved. And I don't think anybody wants that. Mm-hmm. I mean, just looking at just the numbers for the German national final setup, there were 944 submissions received by the broadcaster that got put down to 25 entries that were shortlisted. And finally a, a short, short list of six acts that are, that are in the running for the actual national final. 
some great songs, some popular songs, some potentially awesome songs didn't make the cut. It happens. You can't have all 944 songs make it to a national final. Trust me, San Marino's trying it this year. It's probably yeah, not going to end up. I was going to say, San Marino's like challenge accepted. Right. Let's go. I mean, you win some, you lose some. Sometimes you don't even get to play the game. And that's okay. That is life. Move forward. Don't throw your toys out of the pram. And just roll ahead. I know it's easier said than done. And I know that fans can get super, super passionate about this kind of thing. Whether it's Eurovision or sport or you know, Oscar races, who knows, but it's, it, get over it. <laughs> I know it's easier said than done, but sometimes things just don't work out with the, the jury, the, the 46 member panel decided that song X wasn't good enough for whatever their metric was fine. So be it roll on. Yeah. Yeah. Just be, 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 don't be douches. That's all I have to say. And that's just my general rule for life. Don't be I a, think a pretty strong thing to end on, but I will take a couple of parting shots uh, at, uh, at at something that I think I'm going to be taking a lot of parting shots at for pretty much <laughs> the next two months. As we mentioned in our opening gag, we have the hosts for the American Song Contest. Yeah. Uh, it's Kelly Clarkson, uh, who undoubtedly many reaches of Europe will know as a legitimate pop singer, but she got her start on the first season of American Idol here, um, as well as Snoop Dogg, who, you know, Snoop Dogg. Um, but aside from that, we still know a astoundingly small amount about the American Song Contest. I I, I, I wrote this down earlier, but it's it's crazy to think that we can, <laughs> we can have easily 30 40 minutes an episode every week about where the contest uh where the esc is going how it's shaping up in the year uh what each individual country is sort of setting up and the american song contest has given us like squat it has given us nothing we still don't know who's who's gonna be doing what where it's it's insane it's the- happening in a month <laughs> But again, you I keep saying this over and over. You cannot paint the American Song Contest with the same brush as you do with Eurovision. Eurovision has an established fan base that is starving for information at all times that we are uh-huh. constantly wanting, you know, input. You know, like I'm like Johnny Five here, constantly give me, give me, give me <laughs> And it's but, like they're keeping it secret. Like it's like you gotta watch NBC in order to get it. But at this point, the audience, that fan base, doesn't exist for this contest yet. It, it just seems so weird because it feels like they were trying to stir up a fan base by sort of uh, pushing Eurovision for the past two or three years. And now they give us the American Song Contest, and it's like, well, come on, keep feeding the fire. Give us some stuff. Well, that takes effort and investment and money. And especially for a first year out, who knows whether that's those resources are available. If yeah. this takes off, which the fact that they are investing so much money in, you know, the program itself at this point, I mean, the fact that they're, you know, they've hired two very credible artists as, as hosts mm-hmm. does actually have some great experience as a contest participant, as well as a contest, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Coach, I guess you could say, cause she's mm-hmm. on voice. 
And Snoop. I'm going to say like I think I'm going to say and Snoop Dogg has experience working with Martha Stewart, so they've got all all the boxes checked. Absolutely, something for everybody. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I was going to say. I just I I I I. I hunger i thirst for knowledge so do and i the well is dry so uh, trust me i am i am wanting as much information as i can as well but i'm sure the folks at nbc and the folks who are doing the production for this are looking at the cost benefit analysis of do we do a massive push for every single individual 56 songs and artists mm, at this point? yeah or do we wait and see if this is something that maybe we can beef up for next year who knows? I mean, it's the first year out too. They got to keep some some stuff hidden away, right? Yeah. I mean, with the established ESC system, it's you know the slow drip drip of artists as they come out. I knew that the ESC system, like that, that whole the whole system wasn't going to be able to perfectly transfer over. Right. But, you know, especially when I just, no one I just what it is. half of it is, and I think this is the last thing I'm going to say on it. Half of it is that I would like to prove the naysayers wrong about like the homogeneity of American culture. Like I am kind of excited, especially since today I learned that the American Song Contest is going to be broadcast in in Scandinavia and Iceland. Um, like I just, I just want to show off all of the gorgeous crap that America has to offer in all of its flavors. Gorgeous crap. Gorgeous crap. <laughs> and we have a show title, y'all. That's it. All right. Well, I, I, I think that is, I think that is six, enough, enough to clinch things up for tonight. <laughs> so I know that we have a crazy amount of stuff going on this upcoming weekend. I think just taking a super, super quick look at the calendar, we have the actual national finals, the actual selections for, I'm seeing Slovenia, I'm seeing Croatia, uh, Norway, Malta, San Marino, and Poland are all being selected on the 19th. Plus, I'm sure a myriad uh, number of, of semifinals and all of that good stuff. And we have saw, we have countries that we have no idea what the heck is happening. Azerbaijan, Cyprus, UK, Russia, uh, Armenia, and Switzerland. I'm, I'm looking at all of you. So I'm sure next week's episode is going to be a big one. So shall we save our voices and gird our loins for the next one? <laughs> Consider them girded. Yeah, I'm going to gird these loins so girdfully. <laughs> Good luck with that. Well, until then, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> Until then, everybody, we will talk to you all next week. Again, follow us on social media. Let us know what you think about the songs that have been selected or any of the hot takes that we have been serving up this uh, this approximate hour or so. Follow us on social media. It's 12PointsUSA on Facebook and Twitter. Or just email us directly at 12PointsFromAmerica at gmail.com. As always, we are always uh, keeping our eyes open for your burning questions as well. Thank you again for, uh, for those in the past and those hopefully in the future. Until then, I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. I'm an Eric. And I'm a Danny. And America? Stop. Stop. Still waiting on that Ruben Stuttered Clay Aiken sequel to From Justin to Kelly. <laughs> From Clay to Ruben.